The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. From the headquarters of the Jameson Media Complex, broadcasting from the GreenIndustryPodcast.com studios, it's the Green Industry Podcast, where Paul and his guests discuss lawn and landscape business best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Paul Jameson. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. We're going to be chatting with Alex Kirby from Columbia, South Carolina, there on beautiful Lake Murray. And Alex built a 1.5 million, well, pushing 1.5 million in annual revenue, a very impressive business. They got about 25 employees uh, running a really profitable operation. Alex is debt free personally, just built a dream home on a dream property, debt free, and uh, his business is debt free. It's a really cool story that he has. So if you didn't catch the first part of our interview, it's uh, a few a few weeks back in the archives. Well, what happened after we did that show? We're hanging out in the break room and we're just talking business. And I'm like, Alex, the things you're sharing right now are very valuable. Can I turn my podcast board back on? He's like, no problem. So he put the headsets back on. And we basically did a spontaneous episode that I'm going to share with you today. So it's definitely really inspiring. Alex is just one of those guys that's that ironing, sharpening, ironing, or <laughs> iron sharpening iron, part of me. You can tell I'm excited to get to this because uh, Alex brings it to the house, man. And he's one of those guys that challenges me, refreshes me, encourages me. And uh, he don't play game. He's down to business, just like the name of his podcast. So uh, looking forward to chatting with Alex today. Quick update on the GIE Plus Expo. Uh, we're going to be announcing really soon who our sponsor is for our live panel event. But Friday morning, guys, we're doing a huge live panel. It, once you have your GIE ticket, you'll actually get in for free to this event. That's right, free. Uh, we're going to have Corey Ballard there, Sean Spencer, Alan Hain, Jason Creole, Caleb Allman, Naylor Taliaferro, myself are going to be doing this um big podcast marathon where you can actually come and be on the show, sit in the live studio audience for real. There'll be a live studio audience. It can be you. And uh, we're going to be interviewing these very wise business leaders. And so uh, super excited. It's going to be Friday morning at the GIE Plus Expo right there at the Kentucky Exposition Center in the main ballroom. Uh, so make sure when you're uh, getting your travel plans that you consider staying through Friday morning so you can come to this event. And uh, I believe they'll have some refreshments and things of that nature there. I'm going to have Naylor on the show really soon and he'll give us the updates on that event. But that's Friday morning. Uh, my recommendation is to, to get in either Tuesday night or Wednesday morning to Louisville, Kentucky. And it's uh, the show starts Wednesday at 3 p.m. And then it goes until Friday afternoon. So you, you want to go Wednesday afternoon, all day Thursday, and then Friday morning, you can conclude things at our live panel event. It's going to be a blast. Uh, you can make sure you get your reservation at your hotels, guys. The good hotels are filling up fast. You don't want to be stuck at the Red Roof Inn by the airport like I was in 2017. <laughs> Go ahead and be prudent and uh, call the hotel that you want to stay at. I'd recommend staying at the Kentucky Exposition Center's cluster of hotels right there or in downtown Louisville at a hotel you've heard of and can trust. You, you don't want to get 
out there in the uh, Motel 4 Inn off the, <laughs> in the hood. You know what I'm saying? So get yourself a good hotel. Uh, we got you covered on the um, tickets, the registration with a 50% off discount. So tickets right now are only $20 until September 9th. Use the promo code Paul. You'll also save an extra 50% off. So you'll be paying 10 bucks if you're diligent and prudent and go ahead and sign up today if you haven't already done that because after September 9th, they hike the price up. So get in while it's uh, nice and uh, affordable here and use the promo code Paul. All right. Thank you to today's show sponsors, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, Hardscape Academy, Launchpreneur Academy, and the GPS Track It. Without further ado, here's my interview with Alex Kirby. All right, guys, we are back with Alex and Chris. Uh, a while ago, we had them on the podcast, and uh, they shared the trifecta landscaping story, which is just incredible. It started in 2017, didn't even know how to edge, does $240,000 in revenue, yeah. and then from there, springboarded into now having 25, 26 employees and uh, really uh, growing in this, uh, I don't even know where I'm at. Columbia, South Columbia, Carolina. Columbia, South Carolina. Okay. Yeah. I, I said yesterday I was going to Lexington, Kentucky, and someone's <laughs> like, Trifecta's in Lexington, South Carolina. That was true three weeks ago. It was true. We were in Lexington, South yeah. Carolina three weeks ago. Okay. So I'm, I'm at the right place. Yeah. So uh, marketing is uh, your wheelhouse, and obviously you must know what you're doing to, to have a sustainable business at this volume. And so uh, you, you don't get there by not having a um, consistent, effective marketing plan. So teach us. Yeah, absolutely. You want to start? Well, I wanted to say first off about about Chris before we jump in. So I hired Chris. Uh, Chris been here a year and a half now. Um, we got to this point. I got to this point where I I went to GIE. Okay, the first thing was GIE was sparked this big thing. For those who don't know, GIE is the Green Industry Expo. It's in Louisville, Kentucky, every October. I think this year it's the seventeenth to twentieth through twenty second. Twentieth twenty second. We'll we'll be there. I went there with my dad in 2018 and couldn't believe how, like it was like a Super Bowl of landscaping. I just couldn't believe. Professional landscaping. Yeah, professional. Amazing. And how many people were there, all the vendors, everything. And I left there and I was driving back with my dad and said, can you believe that people like Brian Fullerton and people like the, I don't like necessarily love this dude, but I'm going to say it, the Saving Green guy, Saving Green, uh, Nick right? Okay. Like I don't follow him is what I'm saying. Okay. He seems like a good guy. I just don't follow him, but I saw him at the, at the expo. And, um, and I said, can you believe that, that those guys are not getting brand deals from these people? Like they are, there's lines to meet them. Like saving green. He was so popular that day. And I barely knew him is what I was trying to say. I just knew that he was taking pictures of people and my, my, the brain went off. I'm like, I can't believe these guys are doing all this content creation and all this great stuff for these companies and, and aren't getting anything for it. Um, and so that just kind of rang a bell to me like, man, the marketing side of the landscaping has not really kicked in yet with other industries. You know, ba I played baseball, like I said, my whole life. And we were, man, we were a small school and sponsored by Under Armour and all these companies getting free bats and free uh, stuff. Yeah. These guys out fishing, they'll get 10 grand to wear a shirt. I right? know. Crazy. Like, exactly. Right. And so, um, so anyways, I left there and was like, man, there's gotta be a, there's gotta be a way to grow yourself to not just better your business, but to better other people's businesses with marketing and what have you. So I did the first year in 20, that was the end of 2018. So 2019, I did organically by myself and just content creation. And at the end of 2019, I'm, Chris has been my friend for a while. And I came to Chris and was like, Hey, I have an idea to really try to take this to the next level. 
I want to hire you as our marketing and social media manager. And I don't care if we don't make money for the first year or two, but let's see if we can generate business. Half of our goal is to generate new business via Google and videos and all that, you know, website, because we didn't even have really a website my first two years. And the other half is how can we partner with companies that make our business better and us help them promote their businesses? Um, Because if it's a business that's really helping you, like I'll use Permagreen as one of our partners, for example, they're help with us has made us a ton of money and better our business. I mean, our efficiency is up 40% on fertilizing because of the permagreen um, unit they sent us, the Triumph. And so how can we help other guys say, hey, look, we use this, you should use this too, because there's so many things out there. Um, so anyways, that leads where, where I hired Chris and we went from, Chris, you can give some of the numbers of where we went for like followers and stuff like that. But we just really, Chris and I would sit down and have these meetings all the time of what can we do to make our business better with marketing and social media. Yeah. So yeah, I came in, uh, February 2nd or Mm -hmm. 3rd, something like that, 2020, just before the pandemic started. And, uh, so when I showed up, uh, I was, I have a background in, in technology and live production for concerts and churches and that kind of stuff, corporate events. And so I've lived in technology world for a while. That's why when I walked in here, I have a suitcase. You know, most people think I got some guns in there. <laughs> it's like a gun case holder. You're like, that's a roadcaster. Yeah, I was like, yeah. yeah, first person I ever guessed that. Most people are like, what you carrying? He knows, yeah. he knows it all. Know, yeah, just by looking at the size of it, yeah. I guess. I was like, that's something. probably what that is. Yeah. yeah like, if like, I was on the road <laughs> all the time trying to do podcasts, that's probably what I'd want my case to. Uh, um, but yeah, so I, I came from uh, that world and worked in... Uh, concerts and doing big PA installs and stuff for a year or two. And then worked in the church for a few years, a church planning organization. That's actually where Alex mm-hmm. and I met for the first time years ago. And, uh, he came with this idea and I was looking to transition out. I just got married. And so it was just entering a new season of life. And so it, it was really the first offer. It's not, <laughs> not that it was a bad one, but it was, a, it, it came at just right. the right time. Alex, if you, if you listen to the last episode, Alex is really good at lining up times with people that he had no previous experience with and it just really works out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I resigned right after Christmas and spent a month kind of getting my ducks in a row and doing a bunch of research into the green industry and landscaping and what it looked like in YouTube and Instagram and Facebook and Google and, uh, how people marketed themselves. And so that's where I first learned about perfect cut with Corey Ballard. That's where I first learned about you uh, guys like Copper Creek and those guys on YouTube and um, he's crushing. Brad it. Oh, kills it. Not a day say, goes by. Dude, I'm Brad Bear with Next Insurance. A guy yes. kept coming up in my I, newsfeed. I'm I, like, I stopped watching him because <laughs> because it was my job. I started watching because this most satisfying thing to just sit there and just watch him. He's funny, for man. 10 minutes. His wife just retired. He's got to be making so much money. He is. I, 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 talk, so. I talked to him on the phone a few months ago. Yeah, because he's a big Bobcat guy like we yeah. are. Yeah. And Brad is just so smart with. Uh, he found the niche and he, you know, he's basically like cutting yards that are super overgrown and overgrown. it's just satisfying. Oddly satisfying. Yeah. Super yeah. Really yeah. tall grass. Yes. yes. And it's he's fantastic. killing it. And he's oh. so, fr- you know, he's so familiar to people. They feel like he's their friend next door. Right. Mm-hmm. So that people just flock to his. Yeah. Family. Well, his commentary, he's very, he's very funny. Yeah. He is I, funny. I met him at echo way before he had, he was, he didn't have much of a following, but I was like, this guy is hilarious. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden he just, 
you know, Boom. blew up. Yeah. Good for him, man. Hey, man. Yeah, if, over half a million followers on YouTube. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but these crazy. videos, he had one three million and yeah. then just constantly tens of thousands. Yeah. and yeah. crazy. Uh, big, big money. Copper Creek, if you're listening, we're going to be at GIE, so please stop us in the courseway <laughs> and talk to me. I'd love to see you. Come on, Brad. But, uh, but yeah, so I just spent a, uh, that first month just really diving into – what was there, but more importantly, what was missing, you know, what can we fit into that yeah. no one else is fitting into. And so I have some experience in some cinephotography and some photography. And so there's, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of before after kind of stuff. And I was like, you know, if we're going to really go after these brands and these partnerships, let's make those look really good. And so for the last year or so we've done mostly, uh, like photos and videos of really great products that we trust. And so we've done a lot of work with Bobcat. Uh, we, we've done some stuff with Jobber. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've done some stuff with Permagreen. And they've been great. And it's been, been, yeah, it's been, been fantastic. Terrific. So we, when I came in, I think we had, I think you had like 5,200 ish followers on Instagram, that which range. is nothing to shake a stick at. Like that's a, that's a pretty decent following. Uh, and I think now fast forward 18 months, we're just shy of 17,000. And so, uh, we, we like to think it's working, <laughs> whatever that means. Yeah. And we're, whatever that means. We, Chris is really good at, we don't really care about the numbers necessarily. They're just a good gauge on if what you're doing is making sense. Right. Yeah. Like a lot of people inverse that they're like, I just want numbers. I just want numbers. You really should care about good content. And if the content's good enough, the numbers will come with right. it. That's how I feel. I don't know if you feel the same way, Paul, but yeah. And I'm intrigued that your marketing isn't just to the regional Lake Murray, Columbia yeah. homeowner, uh, commercial person looking for a lawn care. Your brain is so big that you're looking at Permagreen, Jobber, um, Bobcat. And then there's at GIE, I mean, there's over a thousand booths, I yeah. think. And, and uh, most of them would, you know, care to right. you care to know that 17,000 that's following you is going to be buying their products. So um, I just think that you guys are uh, pioneering because a lot of folks just focus on uh, sweet Sue and, and getting her to, you know, call you to cut her grass. Right. And you're like, that's common sense to you, but you see the bigger picture. Right. And these companies, they, they you know, they, they're, um, like you said, a little bit slower. Some of them are really getting it. Shout right. outs to echo. I mean, echo is yeah. from day one. They're like, you know, how can we help you? Like right. they, they and, and there's many, many, many others like that. You know, I know you mentioned jobber and I, I could give a list of like 25 they're, yeah. companies they're on the front end that get it. But compared to other industries like the fishing and the other industries, they get it. Wow. People are on Instagram. Right. People are listening to podcasts. People right. are on YouTube. Right. And, and, and they're like, get it. And our industry, it's going to get there. Right. But maybe it's two, three years away until they realize, you know. Well, we can tell a story about, we had this guy, I, don't, I want to take like full credit, but we had a guy who follows us on Instagram who's a large company in our state, like, like 70 employees. Mm-hmm. He sent a picture to us one day, ran. We had never, I don't think we had ever engaged with him on Instagram. Not Is that, that right? I'm aware of. Yeah. We had never messaged directly. He liked our pictures and stuff. Sends a picture one day and he goes, just bought 20 Bobcats. What do you think? Wow. And I ended up texting him and stuff and he, he didn't buy them necessarily because of us, but he got the idea because he saw our content on how we had just gotten the new unit that they had given us yeah. and, um, or sent to us rather. And Again, can you direct sell that to Trifecta? Who it's hard. That's the one thing about the internet. It's hard to know exactly who gets the full credit or whatever. But that we were able to have an impact on his business from three hours away. That he bought twenty new units and replaced his old fleet of another company. 
because he said, oh, those look cool. I'm going to go demo. I think that was the conversation he not had. Yeah. He saw ours. He said, no, I'm going to go demo that since I've never seen that. Mm-hmm. And then he liked it so much. So those companies, when we give them that kind of those stories, it's like, do you want to just throw your money into space and hope it lands somewhere with your advertising dollars? Or do you want to give it to people who have direct relationships or direct trust with people on, on the internet and say, dude, if they run it and their company's whatever, $2 million, $5 million, whatever it is, maybe there's something to this. And that's, yeah. I know, Paul, we, you talk about that a lot too. And I think that landscaping has to catch up to that. I mean, they're wasting so much money. Yeah. You know, and, and to, to follow up on that, like we don't do any work with, with brands that we don't like, or we don't use, or we don't trust. Yeah, like the, if someone, number one rule. if someone walks up to us and gives us a million dollar contract and it's a total, you know, junker piece of equipment, we're like, we can't use this. Why would we tell everybody they should go buy this just for money that we're going to make anyway? Like we're going to, you know, it's just money. Money burns. You know, we talk about it all the time. Like all the time. Money what, burns. What we do, you know, we have a great opportunity to make some money while we're, at, while we're at it. But what we do is not just to make money. You know, kids, we want to be, we want to help people. You know, that's a lot of what we do. And like with the Bobcat thing, like we hunted Bobcat yeah. for a while. Like we were really consistent with communicating with them, what we wanted to do for them. And the only thing we asked them was like, hey, if you just let us borrow a demo unit, we would love to create some content for you. Cause like we love the green Bobcats. And then when we caught wind that big Bobcat company was getting a hold of them, we were like, this is going to be changer. amazing. And so we, we, we had started the conversation with Bobcat turf yep. and it translated to the Bobcat company. And so we're, again, the stars aligned to have that conversation. And it so perfect we, timing. Yeah. So we got hands on demo and we made some videos and we continued to make some videos and a bunch of pictures and stuff. Cause it's a great mower. It is it's good. a fantastic mower. Yeah. And I think it's important you guys listen to this. I was just helping a friend who's been blowing up on YouTube and he's been messaging me. He's like, Paul, this company offered to send me something and this car. And he's got like four offers and he's like doing cartwheels. I was, yeah. He's like, does that happen to you? I was like, bro, like I, I probably right now in my email, probably have like five off, like yeah. delete, 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 delete. Right. Unless trust trifecta, the brand, the green industry podcast, I have to have trust. And so right. I know echo red max deal. People will fight over that stuff, whatever. But I like echo. Like I, yeah. I genuinely yeah. switched my personal company from steel to echo and, and don't stone me. But I did that <laughs> before I, um, worked with them ever worked yeah. with echo. I believe in their products and I'm not anti steel or red max. Right. I've used those products and they're good too. So, you know, you don't have to send the letters, <laughs> but, but I trust Echo. Sure. If I tell you guys the PB9010 is a great blower or the 2620 trimmer, and you have to have that trust. And so if you're listening and someone's willing to send you whatever, don't sell out just because you can get a couple hundred bucks or a piece of product. Because what's going to happen is people are going to be like, that's lame. Right. Absolutely. You're telling me about a product just because you got it for free or they're sending you a couple hundred bucks or a couple thousand or whatever. You you definitely need to have that um, trust. And that transitions into your culture as you're, as you're building marketing. I mean, I know you guys are are men of integrity and um, you know, the golden rule, treat others, your, your, your employees, your customers, the way you want to be treated. And I watch how you interact with your wife and your, your children now, and and you're a, um, you're a good father, you're a good husband. How do you guys create that culture in, in, in a, um, industry where a lot of guys think of the druggie or guy, you know, that's not charactered. That's a a great question. I'll answer that first, Chris. And then we, it has been the hardest thing this year because of coming out of COVID. I'll just be transparent with that. We went, you know, we have 20, 25 employees now, 20 in the field. And it has been so hard to hire people because a lot of people are staying at home. Um, but, But we, I actually view it as like recruiting. I'm not, 
I'm not trying to convince a guy to come work here. Excuse me. He's not trying to convince me that he deserves a job. I'm trying to convince him that we want him. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like sports, you know, he's got he's got opportunities everywhere. Everywhere is hiring, right? You say, I mean, there's not a sign on the side of the road that's not hiring. Plus a signing bonus. Yeah, right? plus a signing bonus in a brand new car, right? So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're trying to recruit guys and say, hey, here's our vision, here's our mission, here's what we're trying to do. If you want to be a part of that. This is a great place for you. I interviewed a guy yesterday who had 25 years of owning his own business in another state, and he has offers from five companies, okay? And I that's what I told him. I said, hey, this is what I have to offer. If you want to be a part of that, we'd love to have you. If not, I have no hard feelings. So that is the way that I view um, getting good employees is saying, here's what we have to offer you, not you offer us. Here's what you have to offer us. I don't necessarily care what you have to offer us because... For me, it's about us taking care of you. And if we do that, you'll take care of the company as you come in and get assimilated. Yeah. And it's, it's a, it's like you said about transparency and, um, being, having integrity in what you do. Uh, if you guys look at our marketing and our photos and our videos, 99% of all of that is work that we are actually currently doing. It's not that guy that's falling off the mower oh, sideways. Yeah, that's yeah. a real oh, shot. That's a real that's shot. Yeah. We've ne- I don't know if we've, e- have you ever staged one? Maybe one or two. There, so that one, you guys have seen it. He's yeah. like, ah, <laughs> trifectas uh, in the yeah. corner. <laughs> um, full transparency. The Bobcat reveal video we did. Yeah. Uh, that, part yeah. of that was staged. And so I was there when they actually cut the yard but I didn't get enough content to do what I needed to do. And so there were two things I did. I asked them to double mow the backyard so I could fly the drone for another couple minutes. And then I asked them to leave the mower on the backyard. Cause it was a nice late property. And so I, we backed it up to the water. And so there's a great backdrop to it. And I said, leave it here, leave it with me for five minutes, go finish cutting and edging and stuff, leaving with the mower so I can get some more stuff and then we'll be good to go. Let's tell them the backstory on that. We did that video for free. Yeah, we were trying to work with Bobcat and we produced that video that they just posted all on their socials last week. They did it on their own for, we did that on our own. We did it as like a recruiting thing. Like, Hey, here's what we can do for you. It was actually, cool? yeah, yeah, it was actually, we first filmed it for the reveal, uh, the, like the big reveal that they had, they had a, like a webinar that you could, uh, go be a part of. It was right in the middle of COVID. It was like September, October last mm-hmm. year. And, uh, so we were like, Hey, let us help you like, help us help you send us a demo and then we'll do the video and then you can just share it. And so, and that's what we did. And so we put a little piece in the end, like go sign up here for the, for the show and figure out all about it. And that's where they had all the details about it. Um, but yeah, we did it for free. Cause we were like, Hey, we really want to work with you. And, and it's that video did you know pretty well. Um, so yeah, like we don't, we don't do work with people that we don't really, really trust. And then everything, everything else you see with the exception of that video, maybe one or one other is guys on the job, just working. And I'm just walking around with a camera and see what I can get while I'm there. And so I've stopped for five, 10 minutes and mm-hmm. take some photos. And then if I get some interesting, cool. And I go to the next one. And so that's been, that's been probably three hours a week running around taking photos. And then that's what you see on Instagram. So cool. We're going to have more with Chris and Alex talk culture and marketing coming right up as the Green Street Podcast rolls on. GPS Track, it makes managing your driver, vehicles, and equipment assets simple with the latest technology and personalized, friendly customer support for service businesses of all sizes. With GPS Track, it, you get a real-time view of where your fleet vehicles are around the clock. 
helping improve route density and operate more efficiently. GPS Track It has been delivering peace of mind for over 12,000 customers in lawn and landscaping, and they've been doing it for over 20 years. Are you ready to protect your fleet, save money, and cut down on fuel costs? Call 844-996-2518 to speak with a knowledgeable fleet advisor. No pressure, no hassles, low monthly fees, and no contracts. 844-996-2518 or visit greenindustrypodcast.com slash GPS track it. Do you come home ready to relax after a hard day's work and find that your bookkeeping demands your time? Truth be told, you can't give it your full energy or focus. It just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good decision-making and your peace of mind. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a bookkeeping solution to landscapers that is guaranteed to give you back your time and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no. No to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends, all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. Let us take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. You've heard Caleb and Brittany Allman talking about the Hardscape Academy, but have you checked it out for yourself? TheHardscapeAcademy.com is the place to get the skills and training you and your crew need to excel as a professional hardscaper. You'll learn all the techniques and best practices to properly install pavers and retaining walls. You'll have access to online video training courses, in-person apprenticeships, comprehensive guides, and customizable business forms. Plus, there are two free courses which cover everything slab, from initial planning to final installation, and again, those are absolutely free. If you're serious about mastering your skills, abilities, efficiency, and bottom line, the hardscapeacademy.com is for you, and that link is in today's show notes. Do you want to keep the cash flowing this winter? Head over to LauntrepreneurAcademy.com and check out all of Brian Fullerton's new courses and powerful resources to get you cashing in on that white gold through plowing snow. The Snow Plowing Training Course is easy to understand and you'll learn what it takes to do the job effectively and how to bid, price, and estimate snow plowing for both residential and commercial properties. LauntrepreneurAcademy.com has three new resources to take the hassle and guesswork out of securing your snow removal jobs, plus there's eye-catching marketing materials that can help you secure new clients quickly. Ready to crush the snow game this year? Visit LauntrepreneurAcademy.com or use the link in the podcast description. All right, guys, we are back with Alex and Chris. I've always wanted to come to Trifecta. I've watched you guys from afar. I, I deeply respect, Alex, the culture that you've built here. Um, Thanks, I, I think it was Jim Collins that said you want to have the right people on the bus and in the right seats. And, and you're a big Dave Ramsey uh, listener Dave as Ramsey, well. Yeah. And uh, he, he takes that and credits whoever it is, Jim Collins or whatever. <clears throat> but when the bus is big, you know, get in those 25 people on and you get it treat others the way you want to be treated, have integrity, treat your wife with respect. Right. And uh, you, you understand all that, but then duplicating that so that the weakest link, so to speak, is is um, strong as the strongest right. link. It's not easy, but you guys are on this mission to create the culture. 
on social media though, here's where I'm going with this. People exaggerate and they call it their highlight reel and you know, they're, uh, whatever they'll post a picture. But if you really see behind the scenes, it's like a double standard or hypocrisy. Sure. Cause it's like, doesn't match. Right. I could smell, smell from a mile away that the integrity was there. You, you publicly ooze and goose that you're a company of integrity and, and honor and all that. But you know, just being here for an hour or so I can tell, no, this is, this is true. So how, how do you live that publicly, but it's true. It's not a double standard or hypocrisy. It's the real deal behind the scenes when the lights and cameras are off. Well, I'll, I'll brag on Chris about this. He He's really big into making sure that what we're putting out there is done professionally and accurately. I mean, he even, I'll make a joke to him about something he made me do. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're going to say. He made me sign a social media agreement of the way that, cause I also have access to the account. I look at stuff. The code of conduct. He made me sign a code of conduct on my own <laughs> thing. I own. And I, I laughed the first day. I was actually mad the first day. I remember coming in cause I came back from a weekend. I was like, are you serious? This is so silly. But then I went home. I'm like, an, I'm a, I'm a processor thinker. I'm not like good. Like at the second, give me an hour. And like, so I went home that night and came back the next day. And I was like, this is brilliant because this means that he cares like it is his thing. And it is, I mean, it's his realm, but it, it's like he owns the business in this realm. And so getting employees, I, I can safely say that my four non, um, in the field staff act like they own trifecta landscaping. They hundred, 100 Linda is our only female. I met her. She's fantastic. She just hit her one year here. She gets upset if a customer is not happy with the results. And I love that about her because she cares. And so can you find people that I actually just started saying this little phrase, Paul, you might like this. I tell guys, this is a new thing I say, interviewing you. If you don't like it, love it, enjoy it or love it. You're not a good fit here. And they're like, what do you, what do you mean? I'm like, if you're just looking for a job and you're like, eh, it's okay. I don't want you to work here. Even if I need you, even if I were down, we were down three people for a month. We lost two guys in other places when we moved our new facility and we were down in a person cause it's been so hard to hire in the new, but but I can say that, you know, the best employees I have are at least in the middle. The, 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 they, they enjoy it. Um, like it is good, but I want people to enjoy what they're doing every day. And, and having a culture where people enjoy what they're doing is more important than if they're even good at it. Yeah. Well, I don't even enjoy sometimes, you know, uh, and I like, uh, making a lawn look real tight with the real mower and, and all that. But sometimes it's hot. It's uh, sometimes it's cold. Sometimes it's rainy. Sometimes it's windy. It is a difficult job. Right. Uh, I mean, it's not like we're, it's tough work. So how, how do you kind of push back that and incentivize people to, to want to put in hard labor in all seasons of the year? So our, our schedule, like, are you talking about in terms of how our format and structure is as a company or marketing or what? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. So, so we do 10, 10 hour days. Okay. So we don't work weekends. We don't work nights. We, I, we haven't worked a Saturday or a Sunday since I started through like hiring people. So the guys years trust ago. and expect that I'm having Saturday and Sunday If it off. rains two full days back to back, there is a chance you have to work a Saturday. But normally we can push the schedule. We don't mow on Fridays. Okay. Uh, we have no scheduled mowing. So we can move the jobs around to next week You most of the time. If it's a sod job, the sod is going to die, obviously, if you don't get it down. So there's some extenuating circumstances there. But having a good schedule, we work 7 to 5.30, four days a week. And if you do work Fridays, it's overtime. 
So guys are stoked about that. We're trying to get away from working a lot of that because we're trying to keep guys uh, healthy and working. We're getting a lot out of their 40, 44 hours rather than 50, 52. Um, we give paid time off. We give paid holidays. Yeah. I can't believe how many guys, Paul, I talk to that do not give paid holidays and paid time off. If you're listening to this right now, which there's thousands of people now listening to your podcast, and you have more than one employee, you have to start giving paid time off and paid holidays. If you want to have any type of a decent employee culture, any type of decent people working for you, you cannot just pay them an hourly wage and say, thanks for coming. You've got to give them a time. I have one of our crew leaders right now. He's at the beach with his two kids, with his wife, having a blast. And he's able to do that because he knows he has paid time off that he saved all year. He's not missing out on his paycheck to pay his mortgage, you know? Alex, what would you say to the guy that rolls his eyes and say, well, psh, you make millions of dollars. Of course you can do that. I, I, I'm juggling barely to pay. What's your answer to the guy that doesn't have the money to I've do that? I've been doing it since I had four employees. I've been doing that since I had four people. I mean, from after my first year in business, when I got to two and three crews, I did paid holidays and paid time off. So there's... Do you think it's a pricing issue? They're not charging enough. That's why there's not the money there to do it or efficiency or what? Why can't guys make that happen? Probably because they're in debt, number one. And if you have a hole in the bottom of your boat, yes, of course, you're not going to be able to swim faster or, or get your boat going faster, which means your business. Um, number two is you're probably being stingy. Um, number three is you probably are charging too little. There's such an issue. We were just talking about this the other day. We, we wish, you know, did you know the HVAC and all these companies, they have licenses you have to have in order to be in the business? Wow. Did you know that? I didn't know HVAC. You have to some be, of them. you have to be licensed to be an HVAC or a plumber almost everywhere. And I just talked to my friend, uh, Luke White Enterprises up in um, Michigan and to fertilize up there, you have to be under somebody for two years Wow. to even try to fertilize. You cannot fertilize for two years. So one of the things we've been talking about is I wish there was a landscaper's license to get these bottom feeders out of here and help us grow the bottom to the top so that we can all charge more. Not the kid who's 17, push mowing yards in the neighborhood. I'm not talking about that. But, you know, 18 and older mentality. Anyways, we could talk about this another time. But I wish there was a landscaper's license because so many people are charging $40. I know in some areas $40 is a lot. But here, if you're not charging... 55 60 our minimum charge is 60 dollars to cut grass here and a lot of guys charge 50 55 but i saw i see signs chris sees it more than me 30 35 30 bucks 35 bucks cut. and you're killing i mean you're killing people and of course you can't make money at 30 35 bucks a cut and we i call it pushing money you think you're making money but at the end of the month when all your bills are due you're just like breaking even it's, yeah sorry it's really two pieces of that to me one is that you just haven't really done the math to figure out when you're really making money because you know we talk about it all the time. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. Yeah. You know, if you do a million dollars a year, but you're only keeping 30 grand of it, it's still not worth doing. You might as well go work for somebody. But if you can save 30% of it, that's worth doing. Mm -hmm. But the other part too is like, if you don't know how, how to run your money, then that's really the first problem is you just don't know how much what you're doing is worth. Or two, you do know how much money you're charging, how much you can make, and you don't value yourself enough. Yeah. And so we talk about this all the time. You get one, two guy, you get one guy who owns a company, you get one guy who works for him. He's paying, you know, Joe Schmo 12 bucks an hour. Okay. Well, if you do the math and break it down to two men uh, doing that crew, he might be making 12 an hour, but the owner is only making like seven. And it's like, you just, you're seeing the bigger number come in from the end of the job. Yeah. You know, if it was a hundred dollar cut, great but you're paying that kid and you have all your equipment and everything else. And by the time you cut the profit and you pay the company and you invest in your, and you invest in your company for next year, you've only paid yourself seven bucks an hour. And it's like, you don't value your, your own time. So 
you know, count yourself into the labor costs. You know, you need to be charging 16, 17 bucks an hour, at least for yourself, for yourself plus yeah. the 12 bucks an hour for the guy working for you, plus the X amount that you need for your business. Like it's, it's a numbers thing, but don't undervalue yourself as a worker. That's yeah. a great point. We don't talk about that enough is making sure the owner is getting compensated as an hourly employee. Cause he is one right now. So anyways, yeah. So we talk, we talk about that stuff all the time. And when it comes to our marketing and that kind of thing, we're just who we are. Like no. we don't try to pretend to be someone else, you know, like if we wanted to, to be really deceiving, we could say this whole building belongs to us, but if not, you can go to our YouTube channel and check out the, the video we did kind of our, our yard and that kind of thing from a couple of weeks ago. But we shared this building with like six other companies. Yeah. It's this, a work share. Yeah. yeah. It's a work share company. And so awesome. we have about what, like probably 900,000 square feet office space. Then we got a big lot and then this conference room. Yeah. With our two rooms, we have like 800 and then we have a third of an acre for the lay down yard. Right. And so the acre, so the lay down yard is really what sold us here. But, uh, and there's some other stuff that makes it really great to work here, but we could have said it's all ours. It may look like we're a $15 million company, but we're not, you know, so we just want, we always want to be transparent and say, Hey, we worked really hard from where we were to where we're at. And this is what we've done to get there. If it worked for us and doesn't work for you, then we want to evaluate with you and help you get to where you want to be. You know, we talk with our employees, like this can be a highway or it can be a bridge. You can be here for a long, straight, long time. You can go all the way from Miami to DC if you want to, but this is just to get you across the water. That's fine. So if you're here for a year and you've got dreams, we want to help you get to the dreams. Just, we'd ask you, just don't tell us a week before you're leaving that you're leaving, you know, tell us two months ahead so we can help you transition and give you some tips or some ideas. We've got a couple of guys here who have dreams of starting their own business. And so we've had open conversations about finances and setting up licenses and accounts and taxes and all that kind of stuff, because we want to help people achieve their dreams. How much do you help your guys with their finances, Alex, not just paying them, but having them to live on less than they make and set some money aside and basic you know, biblical finance, do you do, I know you guys do your Tuesday morning meetings. Do you teach them the Dave Ramsey plans or, or use, is that off limits? I wish I could, no, I wish I could say we have, we have set that up for timing. We, I have had a couple sessions where I, I have guys say, stay after work and let's talk this through. That has happened two or three times where, Hey, if you want to know the Dave Ramsey steps and we'll go through that there. Now that we, our old facility hindered us badly of doing That's some it. of these things we've been d- d- dying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, the life co- like life classes on just like that finances and parenting and all that. Um, we want to, you know, Corey Ballard's my mentor. Um, and he talks about where they offer those smoking incentives, stop smoking. And we didn't have the, the old office. You, people would laugh if we were doing a million dollars out of the old facility <laughs> we had. It was a, you know, the storage sheds you get for your lawnmowers on the side of the road. Yeah. We bought one of those, finished it on the inside. And we had five people working out of that office. It was like 300 square feet. It didn't have AC or we had like AC for the window units. Right. So now that we have a facility like this, where we have a conference room, we have our own office and bathroom. We didn't have bathrooms either. So we'd have to drive the gas station and to, to, you know, to go to the bathroom. Oh, sure. If you're listening, that's no longer the case. Yes. It's so much better. It's, we finally, I don't know if it was a violation or not, but yeah, it was kind of, kind of, yeah, we always were shady about it. But I think it's good that you're, you are, you are teaching them how to be better people because, you got a guy who goes to the gas station and he buys Doritos and a hot dog and a couple monster drinks, spends like 11 bucks. Right. And then is you know, is like, Hey, when am I getting paid boss, man? It's just like, you, 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 they're all stressed about money cause right. they're, um, you know, spending 11 bucks at the gas station. Right. You could have bought all that in bulk and you know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure. You put that in front but, of somebody though, you know, that's third. You do that 20 times in a month. Crazy. You, you just spent 200 bucks. 
And yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm just picking because in, in Atlanta right. we have the gas station called Quick Trip. Oh, we yeah, just yeah. got our first one. We just got one our first here. one. Uh, and it's, it's an awesome gas station. Yeah. Cinnamon pretzels. Woo. But I'm obsessed with lawn bros. So I'll just yeah. walk around. There'll be like four or five um, trucks parked on lunch breaks and they're all just chilling. And the guys are even sitting there and I'm running the math. And I'm like, I know these guys aren't owning the company. It's the guys that are working there, getting their hourly rate. And they just blow their money on, on you know. Well, we just got a fridge right beside you, and we're actually going to have PB&Js and stuff for our guys nice. to buy here so they stop going to the gas station. Yeah. Um, we're going to have drinks and all that so they don't have to buy it retail. They can buy it wholesale from us. We're going to have a Costco thing. So we literally just got this fridge Friday. That's a great last idea. Week, um, so that guys will stop doing that. But anyways. Awesome. Uh, tell uh, my audience how they can connect with the Down to Business podcast, with your um, social media, any way that, that uh, you want to get your, uh, this is a free marketing yeah, effort here. Yeah, absolutely. Fire you follow us on, uh, on Instagram or Facebook. It's just trifecta underscore landscaping. Uh, if you want to uh, see our podcast, the Down Business podcast, we talk about small business, finance, marketing, uh, and uh, leadership. leadership. <laughs> Sorry. Um, we're taking a little bit highest on that, but we'll get started back on August. I think it's August 2nd. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, check it out for more tips on, you know, running a small business and especially if you're in the trades industry. Yeah. We try to focus on all trades and stuff like that, but Paul, appreciate you joining us here, man. Our place, yeah. man. Thank you so thank much. You. You, honor. you got a place for me to stay tonight? hundred yeah. percent. Staying at my mom's lake house, mom and dad, man. Okay. What lake is this? Lake Murray. Best lake in the South Carolina. Really? Oh yeah. It's beautiful. They got the greatest view too. Greatest view. My mom and dad have the third best view on the lake, hands down. Really? Yeah. Open is water, it, hundred foot dock. Awesome. There's actually a camera that yeah. connects to the internet where you can see their view 24 seven. Yeah. They just put it out there for like a marketing yeah. thing for, cause they're realtors. And they can, you can like see the weather before you go out to the lake now. It's pretty sweet. Wow. I'm excited. Paul's living living it up tonight. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Thanks for listening, guys. And we'll catch you on the next one. Big shout outs to Trifecta Landscaping for hosting me there. I'm already planning another trip back. I I really am blessed by Alex and how he's debt free and he's getting results and the culture that he's established with 25 employees. Guys, it is impressive. I know in the landscaping lawn care community, it's so difficult to find guys to work outside, work long hours. And trust me, I have been there, suffered that. I understand Alex has figured out a way, guys, to really recruit good quality folks that show up and the culture around there, the morale, it's just a little bit different than some of the other places I've been to in a, in a positive way. It, there's a, a very good culture that Alex and Chris and the team there has built. And uh, I'm just honored to get to be friends with Alex and, and the results that he drives in his business really inspires me to, to really consider every little detail of my business. And of course, I love the fact that his personal life and business life is debt free. And I think everybody should you know have that as a goal. Uh, there's so many different philosophies out there but at the end of the day when things get tough out there in the world you're never going to regret having no debt and a pile of money saved up and uh, it just takes the sacrifice to get to that place and not just 
uh, you know, being dead out of your eyeballs. So anyway, that's another story for another day. But Alex practices what he preaches and uh, is definitely inspiring to me. Take a look at the show notes. You're going to see that GPS Track is running a special uh, the month of August 2021. You can try them out for free. Their um, customer service and onboarding team is excellent. So just give them a call. Tell them Paul sent you, and uh, they'll answer any questions that you have. No risk there, but uh, big reward if you sign up with GPS Track It, their fleet management system uh, will really help you take your business to the next level by being more efficient. Also, the GIE Plus Expo uh, link will be in today's show notes, guys. Please, please, please listen to me. If you wait till the end, you will pay extra to register and you'll be at a raggedy hotel. So take care of that today. If you've not already done so, uh, call ahead, get your reservation at the hotel you want to stay at and go ahead and register with promo code Paul and double save. You'll get the early bird pricing savings plus 50% off from that uh, with the promo code Paul. Link is in today's show notes. So looking forward to uh, episode 500 of the Green Industry Podcast coming up later this week. Smash that follow button and we'll catch you on the next episode. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.